Today is our seventh part on our series Anchored. Ja täna on meil selle seeria Ankrus seitsmes osa. And uh, it's going to be our last part of this series like I just mentioned. Ja nii nagu ma just nimetasin, see on selle seeria viimane osa. But throughout this series we have been seeing that our soul needs an anchor. Aga me oleme läbi tervel selle seeria näinud, et meie hing vajab ankrut. Because if, if our soul is not anchored our emotions will take us on a crazy ride. You're going to go up and down and sideways and you're, you're going to be all over the place. And we have seen that the Bible tells us that hope is the anchor for our soul. Lotus. Et lootus on meie and we have confident expectation ja meil on that our God is faithful. Et meie Jumal on That's what, what this Bible hope is. Ja see on see, mis on Not just I'm hoping that the, it continues to be sunshining outside. But the kind of Bible hope is a confident expectation Aga on kindel ootus, kindel that God is faithful et Jumal on and he is going to show up and he's going to do what he promised. And so hope in Jesus is the anchor for our soul and for our lives. And I want you to have some hope today. I want you to know beyond anything that God is going to show up that, that God will always help you that you are not alone in this life but he's watching over you I want you to know that he has done and that he is doing and that he will continue to do everything that he promised Amen this is who our God is. And he is faithful to be who he promised you that he is. And so you need to be someone with, with your hope in Jesus Christ as you live in this world. You need to have that anchor. And so we have looked at what this biblical hope is. We have looked at how to get hope. We have talked about what to do uh, with, with our hope. We have talked about what to do when we have given up our hope. And, and, and you know, Jesus gives us hope in this life. And this hope should encourage us so that we can encourage others around us. And so we need hope. But today, I'm going to talk about a special kind of hope. It's what the Bible calls our blessed hope. And the, 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 this hope, this blessed hope that the Bible talks about is the rapture of the church. The rapture of the church. Um, does anyone not know what the rapture is? Oh, that's okay. It's okay. It, it, what the rapture of the church is? It is where we are going to be taken away. Those, those that are believers in Christ Jesus. Those that are followers of the way. Are going to be instantly 
taken away from the earth. It's going to be incredibly awesome. And this is something that is going to happen. And I think everybody is going to leave here today with more clarity on what the rapture is. Now, the, 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 that word Rapture is not in the Bible. Ja, seda sõna üles esine. Uh, it is something that we have come up with to describe what the Bible describes is going to happen. But I'm going to show you today that this is very clear throughout Scripture. That the rapture of the church is where believers are going to be removed from the earth. On midagi sellis, kus it is a supernatural event. It's going to happen all around the world at the same moment. And it's going to be like a flash and a moment of time. Super fast. Amen. Just, um, uh, just in a blink of an eye. And every believer on this planet will disappear. And I'm sure that somebody is going to get on the news and try to explain it. And say that the aliens came to take a bunch of people away or something. I'm not sure. But it'll just be fake news. Right. The Bible tells us exactly what's going to happen. And it tells us how it's going to happen. And it is exciting. And so even though we don't understand... Uh, all the, the, the functions of the rapture and, and how can this happen in this world that we live in. Because it's going to go against everything we know about physics and logic. Because it is not a natural thing, it is a supernatural thing. Even though we don't maybe understand everything. The Bible gives us enough to understand that it will happen. And how many know you don't need to understand everything for something to happen? Amen. I don't need to understand how my car works to be able to drive my car. All I need to know is how to push the gas and steer the little wheel. And sometimes push the brake. But, but you know, this is this is this is all we need to know to get around. For you to get to heaven, all you need to know is Jesus is coming. And he's coming soon. And he's going to take you away. And it's going to be awesome. Because we're going to go be with him forever. And I'm excited about that this morning. Sometimes I get in here and I'm really serious about the things I'm going to teach. Today I'm excited about that. And so let me start in, in uh, First Thessalonians. First Thessalonians chapter 4. 
And starting with verse 16. says, For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, and the voice of the archangel, and with a trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Sest et isand, ise tuleb taevast alla sõja, hüüuga, pea, hingli, hääle ning Jumala pasunaga ja Kristuses surnud tõusevad üles esmalt. And after that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds and meet the Lord in the air and so, it, and so we will be with the Lord forever. Selle järel kistakse meid, kes elame ja üle jääme ühtlasin endega pilvede peal isandale vastu üles sõhku ja nõnda saame olla ikka või sisandaga või igavesti või sisandaga. This will happen. Ja see sünnib. This will happen. See sünnib. And, and, and believers who, who die... We know the, the, the Bible tells us that, that a believer who dies instantly goes to be with the Lord. When, when you are a believer in Christ and you take your last breath in your physical body. You instantly go to be with him. My grandparents are with him. My dad is with him. Amen. Instantly when they, they took their last breath. They got to go be with him. But, but believers who are still alive when he comes, they will be called by Jesus and instantly go to be with him. We will go meet him in the air. It's going to be so exciting. I have jumped out of airplanes and fallen to the earth. And it's the most exciting, thrilling thing any man or woman could ever do. But I have never been on the earth and fallen up into the, the air. That's awesome. When I fall, the earth gets closer. When, when Jesus comes, the earth is going to get farther. And so I really hope he comes while I'm still alive. And I'm telling you, he'll come any moment. But what an amazing experience that will be, just be living here and all of a sudden, poof, you're up in the So the Lord will come down from heaven and he will call you to meet him in the air. And he will call you with a loud trumpet call. This is what the Bible describes it. The trumpet call and you will go be with him. It's going to be loud. But listen, only believers will hear it. It's going to be amazing. See on üks because in that voice, in that call, sest selles hääles, selles kutses, your name will be mentioned. Sinu nime ka. My name will be mentioned. Ka. We will hear our name and we will go be with him. Me oma nime ja me tema and when he shouts everybody's name, ja kui ta nimesid, at the same time, samal ajal, ühe aegsel, it's going to sound like a trumpet call. See, see nii nagu, uh, but how many know you could be in a crowd full of people? You could be in a room with 300 people packed in and all talking at the same time. And then somebody calls 
calls your name. And something on the inside, you catch that one voice because it said your name, and you'll turn around and say, who said that? And that's what it's going to be like. It's going to be a noisy call. As God calls everyone's name who is still alive. And you will hear your name. And you will go be with him. This is going to be amazing. We will go meet him in the air. And that's the rapture of the church. And if you're sitting there in this room or maybe you're watching online this morning and you're saying, man, I just can't believe in some fantasy like that. That just sounds too weird to even be close to being true. Listen. You don't have to believe that for it to happen. It has nothing to do with your faith. This is going to happen whether you believe it or not. He's going to come for you whether you, you're, you're ready or not. He's not going to send you an email the week before and say, next Wednesday I'm coming, I hope you're ready. God is going to do this. And it has nothing to do with our faith. It is all about His plan. And His plan will be done and you listen if you can believe that Jesus Christ came as the son of God that he hung on a cross to pay the price for your sin that he died and went to hell for you to pay your price and then he rose again on the third day and his life gives us life and his victory gives us victory and because of what he did means we will go to heaven to be with him forever listen if you can believe that you can believe in the rapture you can believe that he will come back for us those of us who still believe those of us who are waiting for him and he will come back for us and he will take us to be with him forever amen it's not hard to believe but you've got to understand how the Bible is describing this and let it soak on the inside of you and you will become excited about what is going to happen go with me to Titus chapter 2 Titus chapter 2 starting with verse 11 it says for the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people it's talking about Jesus Jesus gives everybody hope everybody salvation and it teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled upright godly lives in this present age now, verse 13 is important here while we wait for the 
blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Oodate sõntsa lootuse täitumist ja suure Jumala ning meie õnnistegija Jeesuse Kristuse auhilguse ilmumist. The Bible said this is a blessed hope that we have. Ja Bibel ütleb, et see on üks õnnis lootus, mis meil on. That we're waiting for him to appear to come and get us. Et me, et me ootame teda, et ta tuleks ja, ja võtaks meid ära. And verse 14. Ja salm 14 ütleb. And he who gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for himself a people that are his very own eager to do what is good kes ise enne sandis meie eest, et meid lunastada kõigest üle kohtust ja puhastada enne selle päris rahvaks, kes agar on tegema häid tegusid. You are his own. Nii et sa oled tema oma. Amen. Sa kuulud talle. You belong to him. Sa kuulud talle. And you should be eager to do what is right in this life. Ja sa peaksid olema agar tegema seda selles elus, mis on õige. You should be eager to serve him and to give yourself to him. Peaksid olema innukas, et teda teenida ennast talle, ennast talle anda. And we wait for this blessed hope. Ja me ootame seda õnnist lootust. As we wait, there's this expectation. Ja meil on see ootus ärevus, kui me seda teeme. Jesus is coming for us. Jeesus tuleb meile järele. Jesus is coming for us. Jeesus tuleb meile järele. Would you just declare that this morning? Ja ütleme seda kõik koos. Say Jesus is coming for us. Ütleme Jeesus tuleb meile järele. Jeesus tuleb meile järele. That is our hope. See on meie lootus. That is a, an anchor for our soul. See on ankruks meie hingele. That no matter what happens in life. Et üks poha, mis elus sünnib. We can know, hey, Jesus is coming for me. Me võime teada, Jeesus tuleb mulle järele. It might get bad, but Jesus is coming for me. Olukorrad võivad minna raskeks, aga Jeesus tuleb mulle järele. This might not be going my way, but Jesus is coming for me. Asjad ei lähe võibolla nii nagu ma tahaksin, aga Jeesus tuleb mulle järele. I'm having victory in my life, but I know Jesus is coming. Mul on elus võit, aga ma tean, et Jeesus tuleb mulle järele. No matter where we're at in life. Üks poha, kus me elus oleme. We know he's coming. Me teame, et ta tuleb. Amen. Amen. And that gives us hope. Ja see annab meile lootuse. That gives us a, 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 a desire to live. See annab meile igatsuse soovi elada. And we're going to see more of that as we look at this today. Ja me näeme sellest rohkem, kui me, kui me läheme täna siin edasi selle sõnumiga. But when Jesus appears, ilmub, he will come to take you to be with him. Siis ta tuleb selleks, et võtta sind ja, ja et sa oleksid koos temaga. And when he does, ja kui ta teeb seda, this is not the end of the world. Siis see ei ole maailma lõppel. It's not the end of the world. There will still be unbelievers here on earth. And so the, the those that are be, that are going to be taken away is going to be the church. Ja need kes ära võetakse, need on siis kogudus. The Bible calls us the bride of Christ. Ja Bibel nimetab meid Kristuse pruudiks. That we are waiting for him to come and take us away. Et me ootame, et ta tuleks ja võtaks meid siit ära. And so when this happens, ja kui see sünnib, it's going to happen extremely fast. Siis see sünnib äärmiselt kiiresti. Say fast. Ütle kiiresti. Kiiresti. Fast. Look at this. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. 1 Corinthians 15. I'm going to read from verse 51 to verse 54. It says, listen, I'll tell you a mystery. We will not all fall asleep, but we will all be changed. You know, Paul talks a lot about being changed. He talks about how we're changed in our inner man and our spirit being is changed, made new. Jesus came and he gave Paul a revelation of what the new birth was all about. 
A lot of what we know about salvation we learn from the revelation that Paul got from Jesus. Ja palju sellest mida me teame päätmise kohta me saame seda sellest ilmutuses mis Jumal andis Paulusele. And he says that when we die we're going to be changed. Ja ütles et siis kui me sureme meid muudetakse. And we're going to receive a glorified body and we're going to go be with the Lord. Ja me saame siis kirgastatud ihu ja ja me läheme siis sisanda juurde. But he says here I want to tell you something. Aga ta ütles siin ma tahan teile öelda midagi. Not everybody's going to sleep but that means not everybody's going to die. Mitte kõik ei sure. But, but we will all be changed. We will all be changed. When Jesus comes for you, instantly you will be changed. You don't have to die to receive a glorified body. When you hear him call your name, you will be changed. I'm telling you, it's going to be awesome. Now look at verse 52. In a flash, in the twinkling of a lie, of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, the dead will uh, rise, uh, the dead will be raised imperishable, and and we'll be changed. Äkitselt, ühe silma pilguga, viimse pasuna hüüdes, sest pasun hüüab ja surnud tõusajad üles kadumatutene me muutume. For the perishable must clothe itself with the imperishable and mortal with immortality. Sest see kadu peab riietuma kadumatusega, see surev riietuma surematusega. And when the perishable has been clothed with imperishable and when the mortal with immortality, then the saying that is written will come true, death has been swallowed up in victory. Aga kui see kadu riietub kadumatusega, see surev riietub surematusega, siis saab tõeks sõna, mis on kirjutatud, surm on neelatud võidusse. So as soon as your earthly body dies, nii et nii pea, kui su maine ehu sureb, and your spirit man leaves this earth suit, ja sinu vaim inimene lahkub sellest maisest ülikonnast nii öelda, it is going to receive a glorified body, siis ta saab kirjastatud ihu, and it's going to be immortal, ja see on surematu. It's going to be ever living. See elab iga vesti, see it's going to look like you, you're going to sound like you. You know, I think some people think when they think we'll all become spirits, they see these little clouds floating around heaven. Because we watch Hollywood and we see what a ghost looks like and we think we're all going to be these little ghosts that just float around. We're going to be us. Hey, me oleme nii nagu me oleme. You're going to recognize me. I'm going to recognize you. Sa tunned mind ära ja mina tunnen sind ära. Uh, we're going to look like like we look. Me näeme täpselt samad välja nii nagu praegu. But it's going to happen quick. Aga see sünnib väga kiiresti, äkitselt. That our mortal body will be gone. Et meie surelik ehu on äkki läinud. And as soon as our spirit leaves, we will receive an immortal. Ja nii peaaegu me vaim lahkub, ta saab surematu ihu. And the Greek says here that we're talking about this 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 how quick it's going to happen. Ja kreeka keeles on siin öeldud, rääkida sellest, kui kiiresti see sünnib. In a flash, my Bible says. Minu viibel ütleb, et nagu välgusäpatuse jooksul. The Greek, the Greek here means in an atom of time. Ja ja kreeka keeles on siin öeldud, et nagu aja aatomi jooksul. In an atom of time. Atom is the smallest thing that cannot be divided. And that's how, how just an atom of time we're going to be changed and go be with him. And so it's going to happen fast. When we go to meet him in the air, people aren't going to see us kind of floating out into space. 
It's going to happen in a flash. We will be there and then we will not be there. We will instantly go to meet him in the air. And it will happen fast. And then we will be with him forever. Amen. Amen. We will never be without Jesus again after that moment. We're going to kind of travel around here a little bit and we're going to, we're going to talk about that today. We're traveling with Jesus a little bit. We're going to go up to heaven then we're going to come back down to earth. But we'll always be with him. We'll always be with him. Now, when it comes to the rapture, let me just say this real quick. Some Christians get a little bit confused because they don't properly understand and divide the word of God. The Bible talks about two events that are going to happen in the, the last days. And um, one is the rapture, the taking away of the church. The other is the second coming of Jesus. And, and these are not the same thing. They're two separate events. And if you don't understand that, then it's easy to get confused about what's going to happen in the last time. Now listen again, a Christian doesn't need to believe in the rapture for the rapture to happen. It's going to happen whether you believe it or not. So if there are some Christians that are confused about it, uh, when it happens, they won't be confused anymore. They go, oh, this is what he was talking about. But there are two events. One is that Jesus is going to come for us. And, and when he does, it's going to happen extremely fast and it's going to be like stealth, a secret. Nobody's going to see it coming, nobody's going to understand when it happens. The second coming is when Jesus comes with us. So first he comes for us to take us away. The second coming of Jesus, he comes with us. And this time it will be very public. And everybody will see him. So the rapture will be stealth, the second coming will be public. And all the clues that the Bible gives us are for the second coming, not for the rapture. There are no signs or clues for the time of the rapture. There are signs for the last days. And we're seeing more and more of those things come to pass in our generation, which is just crazy. That in my lifetime, almost everything that needs to happen before Jesus has come back has, has happened. We are so close to the last days. It's, it's like... 
Me oleme nii lähedal nendele lõpu aegadele. As you read the Bible, you think, okay, that's all already happening. Ja kui sa loed piibid, siis sa leiad, ah, oh, see asi on juba sündinud. And so we don't need to get into all that because it'll take me off my thing. Aga me ei lähe sinna, sest see viib meid teemast kõrvale. But the rapture is going to be a secret. Aga üles võtmine on midagi salajast. We have a sign when Jesus will come. We have a sign for the last days. No märgi... sign for the rapture. Meil on märgis selle kohta, mis peavad sündima enne kui Jeesus tagasi tuleb, aga, tuleb, aga üles võtmise kohta ei ole mitte mingisuguseid. And so we're talking about the rapture today. And the question is going to be, well, when is the rapture? And nobody knows. I don't know. Only the Father in heaven knows. Jesus said, only the Father knows when the rapture will happen. The angels don't know. If some angel tr- comes and tells you when the rapture is, it's not from God. There's no TV preacher that knows. If you see somebody on TV that says they know when the rapture is, turn the channel. There's no prophet that knows. Not even Jesus knows. Only the Father knows. He has a plan. His plan will come to pass. We don't know when, but we do know that it will happen. Amen. It's exciting. It's, for me, this is fun. This is, this is one of the, the good parts about our message. But I'm going sh- to show you, just to help you to see all this, I'm going to show you a timeline real quick. And I, let, let, go ahead and put it up there. This is, this is kind of like from eternity to eternity. Then, then there's kind of this, this thing in between called time. God created a bubble of time that we live in now. But we have creation. And then, then the next line there is like the flood. And then the next line on the timeline is the first coming of Jesus. And I put a little cross there so you understand that that's where he went to the cross. For, for those of you who are more visual and you don't hear a thing I say. <laughs> and then after Jesus we, we have the church age or the age of grace. And then the next thing that's going to happen because right now we're living in the church age. The next thing that's going to happen is the rapture of the church. On the timeline that the Bible gives us the next major event is going to be the rapture. And then it's going to be the tribulation. And then there's going to be the second coming of the Lord where we come back down with him. And then there's going to be the thousand year Rain. After that thousand year reign is going to be the, the white throne judgment. Then hell will be opened up. And then uh, a new heaven and a new earth. But we're right now, we're living in this age of grace. We're living in the church age. And, and you know, I'm not an expert on end times. I don't claim to be an expert. I don't think 
anybody should claim to be an expert. Ja, Just ei, to be, that's my opinion. Ja, ma ei väidake, et ma oleksin mingi ekspert ja keegi tegelikult ei peaks olema ekspert, aga see on minu seisukohta. When somebody starts telling me they're an expert on end times, I just kind of like, yeah, I'll listen to somebody else. Ja kui keegi ütleb, et ta on ekspert lõpu, ekspert lõpu aegad osas, siis ma mõtlen, et jah, küll, et ma kuulan mõnda teist. But listen, there are people that rightly divide the word of God and could understand some things about what's to come that the Bible tells us. And I have made it my life study to learn about this so that I know what's going to happen. And today I want to help you know what's going to happen. Now I don't know when the rapture is going to happen but I know that it will happen. We only know that it will happen just before the great tribulation. That we're going to be taken up out of this. And then the uh, great tribulation will come to the earth and you don't want to be here. It's going to be a horrible time to live on the earth during the tribulation. But according to what the Bible says, the rapture is going to happen. And God is going to take the bride, his, the bride of Christ is going to take the church away. From, from the tribulation. And so according to the Bible, we will be raptured. And, and the, the Bible has always been right. The Bible is never false. It's never been proved false once. Everything the Bible said is going to happen has happened. And so we choose to believe the Bible. Amen. We are a Bible-believing church. And so this is what we stand on. This is what we know. And so the rapture of the church is our blessed hope. It helps us to stay anchored in this life because we know something great is coming. And it's what we're looking forward to with confident expectation. And our response to knowing that the rapture is coming should be that we're doing our best to live right for the Lord. That we're not living in fear of the rapture. A Christian should not live in fear of death. It's exciting. Man, I, I, you know, if I die before Jesus comes, I'm going to be a little disappointed because I wanted to go in the rapture. But listen, if I die before he comes, I'm going to still be happy. I'm not afraid of death. I am welcoming because I get to go be with him. And so we are to live our best life right now while we wait for our time to go be with the Lord. I just want you to be ready. I want you to be watching and expecting because the Lord is coming. Amen. The Lord is coming. It's not something we use to scare our kids with. 
Well, you don't want to be doing that when the Lord comes. You better straighten up and quit lying like that because if the Lord came right now, he would not be happy with you. You need to love your sister. Go give her a hug. That's not the way that we shouldn't use the rapture to scare our kids. Or to scare somebody else. To live right. Just the fact that we know the rapture is coming should make us want to live right. Because we're excited about going to be with Jesus. And so we believe the rapture will happen. But how do you know? How do you know the rapture is going to happen? Well, I want to share some Bible reasons with you today. Why you can know that the rapture is going to happen. And, and so I'm going to start here with this first one. The Lord himself promises to deliver us. We know that the rapture will happen because the Lord himself promises to deliver us. Listen, the first three chapters of Revelations, which is the last book of the Bible, um, it speaks to the churches. The Lord is speaking to the churches. And the last word of encouragement that we, we find in, in Revelations chapter 3 is right here in Revelation chapter 3 verse 10. Revelation chapter 3 verse 10 says this Since you have kept my commands to endure patiently I will also keep you from the hour of trial that's going to come to the whole world that's talking about tribulation and, the, and to test the inhabitants of the earth so Jesus said, I will keep you, I will take you from this hour of tribulation that's coming. To keep you from it. To keep you from it. This word in the Greek means uh, uh, to take out of and away from. To take you out of and away from. That's what this means. So we are going to be taken out of and away from the earth. While this horrible time comes to test those that, are, those that remain. And he said, I will do this. The Lord promises to do this for you. The Lord himself promises to come and take you away from this time. And the words that Jesus used are very important. It doesn't mean that when it says I will protect you, it doesn't mean that he's going to come and cover you during this time. Now, could Jesus come and protect you in the tribulation? 
Absolutely he could. If that was his plan and that was his will, he could do that. He could come and cover you and protect you so that no harm would come near you. But that's not what he said. He didn't say, I'm going to protect you in the tribulation. He said, I'm going to take you out of and remove you away from it. You know, if you saw a little girl standing in the middle of the road and you saw the bunch of cars were waiting behind a red light but you knew that that light was going to turn green any second you would not just just say well you know I hope she makes it and you probably wouldn't go and run over the girl and lay on her in the middle of the road and say I hope nobody hits us but she would go and grab that little girl and pick her up and take her away from the danger and this is the wording that Jesus uses to tell us how he is going to take us away from this time of tribulation that will come on the earth he is not shielding you he's removing you and I thank God for that amen right now he will shield you from the things we have to face in life but the day will come he'll call your name and he'll take you over so, so the Lord himself promises to deliver us the second reason we know that, that uh, the rapture will come is that the, the church will be delivered from God's wrath look here in 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 10 1 Thessalonians 1 10 it says and to wait for his son from heaven whom he raised from the dead Jesus who rescues us from the coming wrath Ning ootama taevast tema poega kelle tema on surnust üles äratanud Jeesus kes meid tõmbab välja tulevasest vihast the coming wrath. Now that, that phrase is used many times in the Bible. The coming wrath. And it is used to always refer to this time of tribulation that's going to come upon the earth. And, and this next point is kind of similar. It goes along with it, but it's a little bit different. So I just made it point three. Christians will not not suffer wrath but salvation look in 1st Thessalonians now chapter 5 and verse 9 1st Thessalonians 5 9 for God did not appoint us to suffer wrath but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. This wrath in judgment that God was going to release upon the earth, that wrath is not something that a Christian should, should suffer. Should 
suffer. Ja see viha ei ole midagi sellist, mille, mille all peaksid ka kristlased kannatama. And we are to encourage one another with this and build each other up about it. Me peaksime üksis tõhutama sellega, üksis üles ehitama. This is not something that is scary. Ja see ei ole midagi sellist, mis meid peaks inutama. This is something that should offer hope. See peaks meile pakkuma lootus. This should give us some purpose for life. See peaks andma meile elus eesmärgi. Because we are all to, you know, alive in Christ. Sest me oleme kõik elavad Kristuses. And we are to live for him until he comes. Ja me peame elama talle nii kaua, kui ta tagasi tuleb. And so Jesus took our our punishment. Et Jeesus võttis endese peale meie karistuse. On the cross the Bible says. Piibel ütleb, et ta tegi seda ristil. He took God's wrath for us. Ta võttis endese peale Jumala viha meie eest. To give us salvation. Et anna meile pääste. So it doesn't make sense that we would have to go through God's wrath again, right? Nii et see, see ei tundu loogilisena, et me peaksime taas minema läbi Jumala vihast. If he already took that force, he's going to remove us from it when he pours it out. Kui ta võttis selle enda peale, siis ta päästab meid sellest, kui see välja valatakse. And so my next point, point number four, this one is huge. Nii et neljas punkt on see, see on üks väga suur punkt. Why do we know that the rapture is going to happen? Miks me teame, et üles because the church is absent from Revelations chapter 4 to Revelations chapter 18. Selle pärast, et ilmutus raamatu peatükides 4-18 puudub kogudus, me ei mainita kogudust. The church is not mentioned, seen or talked about. Ja kogudust ei mainita, seda ei ole näha, sellest ei räägita. For all those chapters. Kõikide nende peatükide jooksul. The, the revelation is is John receiving a vision of what will happen in the last days. Ja ilmutus raamat on see, et Johannes saab nägemuse selle kohta, ilmutus selle kohta, mis sünnib viimselt päevadel. And from chapter 4 to chapter 18, he talks about this horrible time that will come on the earth. Ja, ja peatükkide 4-18 jooksul ta räägib kõnest ilmsatest asjadest, mis tabavad maad. And not one time does he mention the church. Ja ta ei maini mitte kordagi kohutust. Not one time. Mitte kordagi. Not one mitte time. Mitte üht ainsatki korda. John wrote this last book of the Bible based on what God showed him. Ja Johannes kirjutas selle piibli viimase raamatu and go with me to Revelations chapter 1 because this verse right here is a key to help you to understand the book of Revelation Revelation chapter 1 verse 19 I'm going to read this out of the New Living. It says, write down what you have seen both the things that are now happening and the things that will and so, so John is writing what he is seeing by a revelation of the Lord. And now, to, to understand why it's important that the church is not mentioned in this time. In the first three chapters of the book of Revelation, the church is mentioned 17 times. On kogudus mainitud 17 korda. 17 times. 17 korda. After that, it's not mentioned for 15 chapters, I think it is. Ja, ja pärast, pärast yeah, seda ei chapters. ole kogudus mainitud 15. peadükis. Then after that, siis pärast seda, the Bible says that Jesus comes back again with the church and then the church is part of everything that happens until the end. So, so this, this, is, this is amazing to me. Revelations chapter 4 verse 1. Revelations 4 1. We're not going to read it. Uh, 
John is called up to heaven. You could read it later. We're not going to read it today. I had so many verses I could have read. We could have been here until like five o'clock this afternoon. Seriously. But there's a voice that calls John and says, John, come up here. And so John, again, he's just writing what he sees. And the voice that calls him up to heaven, the Bible says, was like a trumpet. Reminds us of what we've already read today. 1 Corinthians 15. And then uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. The trumpet call of God. It says that the voice that called him was like a trumpet. And John is taken instantly to heaven. And the voice has come up here and I'll show you what will happen. And so for the next 15 chapters, John is writing from a viewpoint of from heaven looking down upon the earth. Before that he was just writing as if on the earth. Now he's writing from a different vantage point. And so he's writing about uh, you know what's happening on, on the earth. To all those that are left upon the earth, all the unbelievers. And then in chapter 19. Suddenly Jesus appears again. And, and he comes back and the church is back. And so now we so so we, we see that this is such an important part, I believe to why we know that the rapture is going to happen. Ja, on, et see on üks tähtis, on üks tähtis osa mängida selles, miks me teame, et ülesvõtmine sünnib. Because if the Bible is true in telling us what is to come. Sest kui Biibel on tõsi ja räägi meile sellest, mis on sündimas. Then the church is nowhere to be seen. Siis kogudust ei ole nende salmide, kes jooksul mainitud. And the one writing this has a view from heaven. Ja see, kes kirjutab, ta näeb need asju taevas. I believe he was taken to heaven like all of us and will look down upon what's happening on here. Ja ma usun, et ta vaati taevas nagu meie kõige, kes saab sündima ja ta vaatas, mis all now this leads me to my next point and this, this is a fun point now there, there you know in the Bible there's, there's pictures and types of, of uh, things to come there are things that mean something at the time that it was written but also has a deeper meaning of things that will yet come and pictures of what will happen. They, they point to the future things. They point to the will of God. They point to the plan of God. Things that happen in the Old Testament are pictures of things that happened in the life of Jesus. Things that happen in the Old Testament are pictures of the church today. And, and so what is actually written has a deeper meaning. Let me give you a quick example because there's hundreds of them. If you ever want to do a study, do a study of the pictures of, of Jesus in the 
Old Testament. It's amazing. Ja kui sa tahad teha mingid Biibli uuringud, siis tee uuring selle kohta nende piltide kohta, mis vanas testamentis osutavad Jeesuse elule. But but remember the story of Abraham? Mäletate lugu Abrahamist. And God told Abraham, I want you to go up onto this mountain, I want you to sacrifice your only son. Ja Jumal ütles Abrahamile, et ma tahan, et sa läksid sellele mäele ja ohvetaksid oma ainsa poja. So Abraham took the only son that God gave him. This son in whom God promised that his descendants would be like the stars. And he takes him up on this mountain to sacrifice his son to be obedient to the Lord. And just as he raises up the knife and is about to kill his own son, the Lord stops him provides a sacrificial animal and his son Isaac is saved and Isaac and Abraham make a sacrifice that was, was provided for them and then they go back together awesome story but it also is a story that shows us the heart of God it's not just a story about Abraham's faith in God but it shows us how God will send his only son to be a sacrifice for us that God will provide the sacrifice for our sin so that we could receive life and the promise that God God has given us. And so that's just a, a picture of something that happened, but a picture of something that was to come. And so, like I said, there's hundreds of them in the Old Testament. One of the very important pictures in the Old Testament is for our subject today. And it's the story of Noah and the Ark. The story of Noah and the Ark is a picture of the rapture. It's point number five on how we know the rapture will happen. Jesus told us about this picture. Jesus said that the, this, is, this is a picture of the church. This is a picture of the rapture, what I plan to do with you. And so turn with me to Matthew chapter 24. This is Jesus speaking, Matthew chapter 24, verse 37 to verse 39. And Jesus says this, As it was in the days of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. For in the days before the flood, people were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage uh, up until the day that Noah entered the ark. And they knew nothing about what would happen until the flood came and took them all away. And this is how it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. So 
So what did Jesus say? Et mida Jeesus see ütleb siis? He's using this picture that God gave us in the Old Testament. Ja ta kasutab seda pilti, mida Jumal andis meile vanas testamentis. Something that really happened. Midagi sellist, mis tõeliselt juhtus. And he said this is showing what God's plan is for you the church. Ja ta ütleb, et see näitab seda, millil on Jumala plaan teie ja koguduse kohta. Because in this day people were buying and selling and loving. Sest nende laagedel ka inimesed ostsid ja müüsid ja armastasid. Just like they are today. Nii nagu ka tänapäeval. And then suddenly. Ja siis äkitselt. Everything was changed like they never dreamed it would be changed. And Jesus said that's how it's going to happen in the last days. When I come to take you away it will happen suddenly. Before the flood people watched Noah building this ship in his yard I don't know where. <laughs> this huge ship. And, and the scholars say that it takes, took anywhere between 50 to even some say 100 years to build this boat to put the animals in. And everyone thought Noah is crazy while he's building this thing. Because there was no water around anywhere. What is he going to do with this boat? I mean, if Noah lived next to a big lake or the sea, it would have been understandable. There was no water anywhere. And so, so here he's spending all of his time and his effort and his resources building an ark because it was the one thing that was going to save him. And he believed the word of the Lord for ja. many, many decades. The Lord said, it's coming. And he said, I'm going to be ready. And he kept building and kept adding on and kept decorating until the Lord sent the flood. And, and you know, this might be why, what some people say about you. Why do you spend so much time and so much effort and so much resources in the church? Why, why? You go to church every week? Really? Every week? Why? Listen. Because this is the thing that's going to save us. Amen. I want to be reminded again and again how to live my life. This is the thing that's going to take us out of here. So I'm going to give my life to it. I'm going to give my resources and my time. I'm going to give everything I have to this. Because just like it did in the days of Noah, the rains came and the flood came. But Noah and his family were safe. You and your family are going to be safe. Because we believe in Jesus Christ. Amen. And, and so let me explain this real simply with a picture. First you've got Noah and his family. And, and so here all of a sudden he builds this ark. And God said get in the ark. 
Ja Jumal ütleb, et mingi laeva. And so they get in the ark and they rise above the flood. Ja nad lähevad laeva ja nad tõusevad äh, vee peale. They go across while the flood is, is below. Ja, ja nad liiguvad edasi eh, samal ajal, kui see vesi on enda all. And then when the flood is gone, they come back down. Ja kui see eh, üleõutus saab läbi, siis nad tulevad jälle alla. And then there is a new time and a new season ja, upon the earth. Ja siis on maapeal uus aeg, uus ajastu. For the church, before the tribulation comes, go to the next thing. Believers are going to be taken away. We're going to float above the tribulation. The rapture, we're going to be in heaven with the Lord. And then when the tribulation is over, we're going to come back down with the Lord. And we're going to be here on the earth and rule and reign with him. And so this is a new time then that will start on the earth. And so Noah was pre-flood. The ark was pre-flood. The rapture is pre-tribulation. It's preparation for salvation from the wrath to come. And so there are there listen, I know there are some Christians that believe differently than this. I don't understand why they believe differently than this. But listen, I if, if you hear somebody teach this differently, it's fine. I, I, I think if you look at the Bible, you'll see it clearly. I've listened to some people that teach differently that there is no rapture. That there's only the second coming of Jesus. And I've heard other people try to talk about the rapture in different ways. There's only one real way that's clear in the Bible. And this is what I believe. Amen. And you know what this does? This gives us hope. Amen. Because I know I'm going to be taken away before this, this curse comes upon the earth. And I'm hopeful for that. I'm thankful for that. And the closer we get to seeing this preparation for, for the, the, these last day events, I, I'm ready to get out of here. And so we need to respond by our living to the very best of our ability. Because the church is going to be taken away before the tribute and we know that the Lord is coming and he will deliver us and every Christian believes that Amen. so let's, let's hold on to what we know is like we all believe in okay well at least we believe the Lord is coming right yes okay then that's amen but listen to be honest if you do study if you, if you rightly divide the word of God you will see very clearly what I'm talking about and I know that we will be taken away from the wrath that's the heart of our father that's why Jesus came he didn't just come to give us eternity 
He came to take us away from the punishment that is to come on the earth. And so this does something on the inside of us. This gives us hope. This comforts us. This comforts us as a believer. Because you know that, that you're going to be taken up out of danger. And then it compels us to live right. And we should live a holy life. We should be doing things God's way. Some Christians struggle with anxiety and some Christians struggle with shame. Anxiety, worry. Don't let these things affect you in your life. You, you can get to a place where you surrender to Jesus. You receive his unconditional forgiveness. And his unconditional love. And we live our life for him because he loves us so And when people look at your life, they should see somebody that loves Jesus. He loves us so much that we show Jesus to the world. And so it compels us to live right. And you can act right with your, with your finances. You act right with people. You act right in the, the family of God and church. And when you do things God's way, you're going to be happy. You're going to be more stable. You're going to be fruitful. You're going to be blessed in this life. And you're going to be a blessing to others. Amen. That's God's plan for you. He wants you to live with this hope so that you rise above all the fear that the world is going to try to put on you. But Jesus is coming. So we need to live ready. Amen. I tell you every week at the end of my, my message, Jesus is coming. Ever heard me say that before? I say it every week. If you haven't heard it, you haven't been listening. This, this is exciting. Jesus is coming. This should change the way that we function in this life because Jesus is coming. And, so, and this should, should lead us to my, my next point. We should tell others. This should not just compel us to live right. This should compel us to share the gospel with others. We should be evangelizing the world. And there's a right way to share the good news of Jesus. And we need to tell the people that God has put into our lives that God loves you too. Amen. And share your story. Share your story. Tell people what, what God has done for you. If God has put somebody into your life they are there so that you can impact them in a positive way. Man, you can tell them, I was a mess. 
Ja sa vaid neile rääkida, et ma olin üks läbi kukkunud ära vares. I was broken. Ja ma olin katki. I had no hope in my life. Mu elus ei olnud mingit lootust. I was addicted. Ma olin sõltuv. I was angry. Ma olin vihane. You know whatever your story is, share your story. Ja üks poha milline sul luguga oli jaga seda. But then say but my Jesus came into my life. Aga siis ütle neile, et aga Jeesus tuli minu ellu. And he's fixed me. Ja ta tegi mu terveks. And he's healed me on the inside. Ja ta tervendas mu sisemiselt. And now I am happy. Ja nüüd ma olen õnnelik. And now I am loved. Ja nüüd mind armastatakse. Now I have a purpose for life. Nüüd on mul elu, elu leesmärk. I'm full of hope. Ma olen täis lootus. And I want you to know this Jesus too. Ja ma tahan, et ka sina tunneksid seda Jeesus. Because he will give you hope for a new life. Sest annab sulle lootuse uueks eluks. And he can be your savior too. Ja, ka, ja ta võib olla ka sinu päästja. Share your story. Ja räägi oma lugu. Amen. Amen. Come on church. Share your story. Tell people what God has done for you. Tell people what Jesus Christ has meant for you in your life. Because other people are bold about what they believe, aren't they? <laughs> I was in a, a, a man's office the other day, we were talking. And this other guy kind of walked in and, and he started kind of puffing out his chest talking about who he is. I can do that. I'm a great man. And I just kind of smiled to this guy I was talking to. But listen, if the world could come in and be bold about the way they live, and bold about the way that they are, we should be even more bold about what we know is true. Amen? We should be more bold to declare that, well, man, that's not the way I live. We should be bold to tell them why. Because I, I, I'm different now. I used to li- live like you. I get that. I used to be you, but I'm not that anymore. I'm different now. Amen. Now I didn't do that because I didn't want to embarrass the guy who was talking about <laughs> But listen, my point is, if somebody else can be bold, so can you. Amen. So can you. Tell your story to the ones God puts in your life. Because this is the truth. One day, the rapture will happen. And one day, the Lord is going to take the church away to be with him and we want as many people as possible to go with us he will come and he will take his bride away you will go to be with him forever but what about those that God put into your life be sure that you're bold Ja ole kindel, et sa oled julge. Share your faith. Tell people about what Jesus Christ has done for us. I think you'd have to be crazy not to believe. You would have to be crazy not to believe. If you know the truth, you'd be crazy not to believe in Jesus Christ. And I don't think the world is crazy. I just think they, they're blind. They just don't know. They just don't know. And we've got to 
tell them so that they know. We've got to help them to see that there's only one way to eternal life. And this life is not all there is. There's so much more that's yet to come. And so what we do know is that the Lord is coming. Say the Lord is coming. The Lord is coming. Amen. And we know he's coming back soon look here in, in Philippians chapter 4 Philippians 4.5 and the New Living says this says let everyone see that you are considerate in all that you do and remember the Lord is coming soon live in a way that you're expecting the Lord to come soon that you're making a difference in your life and when you're living this way you're going to be anchored in your soul and this is a life to be desired somebody that's anchored this is a life to be envied somebody who's anchored the Bible says that the world should envy your relationship with the Lord show them that our God is good and then invite them to receive him as their Lord too and so what do we do now what do we do now. You live like Jesus could come back at any moment. But you plan like he's not going to come back for the next hundred years. What do you do with this information? You live like he could come back any moment because he can. There's no more sign for his coming. He could come back any moment but we plan like he's not coming back for the next hundred years I'm going to read one last scripture here to you before we go Revelations chapter 22 starting with verse 20 or, yeah, Revelation 22 verse 20 it says he who testifies of these things talking about Jesus Yes, I am coming soon. Yes, I am coming soon. What did Jesus say? This is the end of the book. What did Jesus say? Yes, I am coming soon this is another one of the I am's I am remember Jesus talked to, to, to Moses in the bush and he said I am Jesus talked many times while he lived on this earth and they asked him a question and he said I am and he wants us to know that he is whatever we need him to be but listen at the end 
Jesus said, I am coming soon. I'm coming soon. Yes, I am. I'm coming soon. Yes, I am coming soon. Yes, I am coming soon. Look at the last part of verse 20. John writes, Amen. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. Come. Come for me. Come take us away. And then in verse 21, he ends with this. Great grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with God's people. Amen. Amen. And so what is John saying? John hears Jesus say, "Yes, I'm coming soon." Johannes kuuleb, kuidas Jeesus ütleb, "Tõesti, mina tulen varsti." And he said, "Even though I know you're coming." Ja siis ta ütleb, "Kuigi ma tean, et sa tuled." I say, "Come, Lord Jesus." Ütleb maometi, "Tule, Isand Jeesus." Come, tule. And that should be our heart's cry. Ja see peaks olema ka meie südame hüüd. That we be watching and living and waiting for him to come. Et me elame nii, et me ootame tema tagasi tulekut. We should be doing everything we can to fulfill his plan and his will on the earth until he comes. Ja me teeme kõike, mis meie võimuses, et täitada tahet ja plaani siin maa peal. But our desire and our heart should be, Lord, come. Aga meie südame igatuseks peaks olema, isand tule. We're waiting. Me ootame siin. For that day where we see you. Me ootame seda päeva, mille me näeme siin tulemas. And that song that we sang before I ministered today. Ja see laul, mida me laulsime enne, kui ma täna hakkasin tutvustama. What will I do? Mida ma teen? When I'm standing in your presence. Kui ma seisan sinu ligiolus. When I'm surrounded by your glory. Kui ma olen ümbritsed sinu auhiilgusest. Man, am I going to sing and shout? Kas ma siis laulan või hõiskan? Will I fall on my knees and worship? Will I dance? Or will I be stuck and do nothing? Honestly, I think that's me. I'm sure people will be dancing and shouting, Woo, I'm so glad I made it. Some people are going to be like, Woo, I didn't know if I was going to do it or not. That was a close one. I knew I believed in Jesus. I just didn't know if he still believed in me. I don't know. I'm glad I'm here. There's going to be some people that, that are there that, are, that, that you might not expect to be there. I think they're going to be dancing in those streets saying, ooh, baby. Glad I'm here. But for me, I think it's going to be opposite. I don't think I'm going to be able to speak. When I see him, the one I've lived for, the one that I've given everything my life for, and when I look up and I can see him what do I say? what do I do? man there's going to be all kinds of emotion 
I think mine will just be a thankful heart. I'm going to be full of awe. I won't know what to do. What about you? Will you be glad to be there? Will you be thankful to be in his presence? That everything that you did and all those that you've spoken to him about, that you look around and you see them with you? When we look around and we see Elavave people all over. Elavave people. Estonians. Your great 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 grandma who believed so that you never met but she's going to see you there and she's going to welcome you so I've been watching you what are you going to do when you see the effect of God's plan and you know that he has saved you I hope this is a reality to you I hope that today's message gives you some hope deep in your soul that you know your future is secure my future is secure. Amen. I know where, where I'm going. I know where I'll spend eternity. I want to do everything I can to get as many people to be with me. But we can know that he's coming. We can live ready for him to come. This should thrill you. This should be an excitement deep in your soul. That you should know that your Jesus is coming for you. It's our blessed hope. It's the rapture of the church. That he's going to take us away to be with him forever. And this is our hope. We, in life we are either going to die or we're going to fly. I hope I fly but even if I die instantly go to be with him instantly you will be with the Lord forever and then the last thing he says is grace be with you in our Lord Jesus Christ and then he closes the book what are you going to do with this message what are you going to do with what God has given to you I'm going to ask you to stand with me I don't know what time it is here uh, I got two minutes All right. You know, I ask you every week. Did you get something? Did you get something out of this message? Did you receive something from the Lord? 
And I, I don't believe anybody could listen to a message like this and not get something. Even if I didn't tell you anything new, even if you knew everything I just shared. Listen, I probably I'm not bragging, but I probably know more about this subject than most of you in this room. But listen, as I studied this subject this week, I got excited. I got a fire reburning in me. And so the, the word of God will do that for each and every one of us. If we just believe, we'll see it more clearly. We'll be more excited. We'll have more of a fire to share our heart. With those that God has put into our lives. But what are you going to do with what God has spoken to you? What are you going to do with this message? I pray that you take this. And you take it to the world. You take it to your friends and to your family. To your co-workers and schoolmates. And that you share your heart in a real way, not in a scary way. Listen, don't be weird. There's enough weird Christians out there. Don't be weird. But you can be real. And you know the truth. And the same truth that sets you free can set anybody free. Take this message to the world. Because it is the message that gives hope. I want you to have hope. I want you to have hope. But I want you to give hope. Amen. And I believe that's when the Lord is happy. It's when we're giving hope to the world. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for your church this morning. Thank you for each one that you called into this place. To hear this message this morning. Lord, I thank you for each one that would be watching online right now. That this message has spoken something to their life and to their heart. God, all of us are so hungry for more of you. Your church desires for you to come. And we say, come, Lord. Come for us and take us away to be with you forever. But until that day, Father, I pray that your church would be working for you with all of their heart and with all of their mind. That we would be given our lives to you. That you would look at this church and be pleased with the effort with our time and our resources with all that we are doing for the kingdom and all that we are doing for those that don't yet know Father may we be even more effective may you use this church even more in the days to come Lord we are ready and we are watching and we desire 
see you soon. Näha sind vasti tulemas. May the truth of your coming. Ja lasse tõde sinu tulemisest. Be more real to us today than oleks, ever before. Oleks meile täna reaalsem kui kunagi varem. And I thank you for it. Ja ma tänan sind sellest. In Jesus mighty name. Jeesuse võimsal nimel. Amen. Amen. Amen.